My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. And I, producer Maria. Cool. Uh, Melissa, who are our patrons for today? We've got Jesse, David, Jagger, Claire, in parentheses, James, you're the best. Dane, Rebecca, and Alan. Guys, thank you so much for joining the team. I hope everyone has been enjoying uh, Bikini Bigfoot Fridays. More to continue. Uh, And who knows where it might go. Learning some editing skills. and Using a lot of cool fonts. Yeah. Yeah, Sky's sky's the limit. Yeah, Canva, baby. Melissa, what is this is hot off the presses. It's uh-huh. happening day by day. Breaking news. Breaking news. What is our episode for today? Well, this is something that has been happening all week. We were like, we got to do an episode on this because this is crazy stuff. Yes. And it's happening in a place where I have been and where my sister lives. So here, I'll tell you what it is. Let's get into it. <laughs> so I forgot what I was gonna, well, I well forgot said. that I was doing a podcast. Did you get, did you get bonked on the head this morning? <laughs> I got bonked. I got bonked, bonked on, on the head. head. Okay, here's what happened on Sunday, August 15th, last Sunday. 45-year-old Jonathan Garish, 
his uh, 31-year-old partner, Alan Chung, their one-year-old daughter, Miju, and their dog, Aski, went on a day hike in an area called Heights Cove in Mariposa. Mm. I've been to Mariposa. My sister lives there. She used to live yeah. on Heights Cove Road. Shut up. Yeah, there's this, there's a lot of hiking around there. So this family, they were most likely hiking down a few miles to an area called Devil's Gulch, which is on the Merced River. Mm. There's like this really remote swimming hole down there that I've been to, it, it, but it's like a very steep, it's like a pretty treacherous hike. It's pretty intense. Merced. So this is in, it. Mer, Mariposa is near Merced or? Yes. Mer, Merced's like a half hour away, but there's the Merced River, which goes all through Yosemite. My grandmother grew up in Merced. Oh, really? How interesting. I oh, wonder if she fun. ever went swimming in the gulch. Possibly. All right. Cr- Merced River is a fun, it's a nice river. It's a fun time. Wow. All right. So this family, so Monday, the day after their hike, their nanny arrived to their home to watch their baby. No one answered the door. And so then people started getting worried. John and Ellen both didn't show up for work, which is very unlike them. And by Tuesday morning, they sent out like a search because they had texted with people, I guess, Sunday morning, like going on a day hike. And so Tuesday, the search teams initially located the family's vehicle near a gate to the entrance of the trail. And then it was confirmed that John, Ellen, and their daughter weren't missing. They were dead. Oh, God. Their bodies were found on the hiking trail sometime before 10 a.m. Tuesday. So that would be, what, like 48 hours after they had left? Yeah. Then the Mariposa County Sheriff's Office called a hazmat team to help handle the investigation, which is unusual. Why were they going to go in there with the hazmat team? Right. Because there are mines in the area. So they didn't know how they died. They're like, oh, is it gas? Is it like carbon dioxide escaping from the mines? And then when they got there, the body showed no signs of trauma. There's no gunshot wounds, no like knife stabbings, no blunt force trauma, no suicide note, nothing. Huh. And the remote area where the bodies were found had no cell phone service. Oh, God. So like when you go, get down there, like there's no That's service. a cause of death in itself. Seriously. Can't check my Twitter? No, thanks. So it was close to the Heights Cove Trail which in the springtime, it has really nice wildflower displays. Oh, beautiful. But any other time, it's so hot. Oh. People are like, why would you hike down there, especially with a baby? Well, I'm reading about Devil's Gulch right now, and it says the local history seems to indicate that the gulch could have its name because of how treacherous the trail is. Yeah. Or because of the devilish screams of mountain lions native to the area. Oh, yeah. Interesting note. Mountain lions. Also, it was bought by the Martinelli brothers. Martinelli's apple juice? I'm assuming Martinelli's apple juice. Ooh. Huh. Yeah. How delicious. (laughs) So some background on these people. John Garish was originally from England and was previously a software engineer for Google, and he worked for Snapchat. I oh, think. wow. And Alan Chung was originally from Orange in South uh, Southern California and was a yoga instructor 
prior to her pregnancy, and then she was currently going to grad school to become a marriage and family therapist. Oh, God, they sound like such a cute couple. Yeah, they most recently lived in San Francisco, and they moved to Mariposa, I believe, like a year or so ago, because mm. John was able to work remotely, and they wanted like a more calm environment to raise their daughter which is like according to their friends. So John was able to work remotely. I found their Facebook pages and they went to Burning Man. Big into the burn. Well, of course they did. You know, these Silicon Valley guys love uh-huh. Burning Man. They do. I don't. It's so bizarre. I don't know what the correlation is. They love letting loose. I think that that's what it is. They love these Google guys. They love Burning Man. Yeah. And then so I was talking to my sister about this. She said they owned like seven homes in Mariposa that they rented out as Airbnbs. Whoa. So they seem to have like a pretty decent life. Like they were well like in the community. Like everyone see- they were seemed like a happy family. Could this have been a murder? If they are so wealthy and people in the community kind of know yeah. that, it's just kind of interesting. It is weird. I don't want to, I don't, I hate doing this, but it's It's not the Apple Juice Brothers. Yes. Well, it's not that it's not the (laughs) Apple Juice Brothers. It's a different Devil's Gulch. It's in Marin. The one you're talking about is Devil's Gulch Ranch in Marin County. Oh, motherfucker. Damn. How many Devil's Gulches are there? Am I right? It seems, yeah, it seems to be a popular name. Fuck. All right. Fuck. Well, well, that's all right. <laughs> oh, shit. Calm down. Cancel the podcast. <laughs> Fuck. So Fuck. stupid. Fuck it. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so my sister knows a few people who are connected to the sheriff's department and like the search and rescue. So she's been texting me these updates all week. On Tuesday, uh, one of her friends texted her that the bodies were dismembered. He was like, lock your doors. Like they don't, cause they didn't know what happened. He's like, it could be a murder. It could be they didn't know. And it was an area where people grow a lot of weed. Well, I was going to. Maybe it's cartel related. Yeah. There's all. It's a very, it's a great weed growing area up there. Don't ask me how I know. Is that where the Sasquatch documentry that the. No. That's more northern, like Humboldt area. That's like primo. I'm really fucking up today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you look at a map of california yeah, i had no idea where i live <laughs> uh but yeah it's really good really great conditions for growing weed mm. so people are like oh my god maybe they like stumbled upon a grow but who who would grow their weed on like a popular trail it doesn't it's it doesn't make sense so like it was ruled out that it was murder because they didn't find any gunshot wounds or like outward mm. signs of death so were they or were they not dismembered? I that's the, that's what she heard that they were dismembered, that their bodies were like blackened and there was blood coming out of their ears. But this is all like hearsay. This is what she's heard. I, that's why she's like nobody knows what's going on because the bodies are like their skin is so dark. Like and it couldn't have just been from the sun for two days. Well, that sounds like they were set on fire. That's what I was. I was like, lightning. Lightning can show up at random times. But would it get every member of the family? Probably not. I don't know. She also heard that the dad, the baby, and the dog were found further down the trail. And the mom was up the trail closer to the car with the same symptoms. Hmm. So like, did something happen to the family? And then the mom ran to try to get help, try to get cell phone service. 
and left the dad, the baby, and the dog there. I, it doesn't make sense. How weird. And so this trail, my sister's like, it's not a nice trail. It's where like rednecks go to shoot guns. Oh, God. A few years ago, a bulldozer driver fell off a cliff during the Ferguson fire because they had these guys who they bulldoze the area to try to get the fire to stop. And so I remember hearing about this. He was down there and he just fell off the cliff and he died. So that was like the last death there. Jesus. So then some causes of death that they suspected. So they initially had a hazmat team come down because they didn't know what happened. They thought it was carbon monoxide from old mine. I don't carbon dioxide or monoxide. I think it's monoxide. Monoxide or I think it could be methane maybe. Right. There's a lot of weird gases. Because yeah. it turns out if you're near a mine and a pocket of carbon monoxide escapes, it can kill you. Oh, God. Which is, I remember remember your theory in uh, of Rua, of the aliens. You're like, maybe it's car- a carbon monoxide po- leak. Yeah, or the shrimp. Turns out you can get carbon monoxide poisoning outside. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. I'm always right. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm always brought to justice. I know. One way or the other. Yeah. So soon we'll find Devil's Gulch is owned by the Martin <laughs> Yeah, the brothers. truth always comes out. The truth always comes out. Because <laughs> uh, some abandoned mines are not ventilated. So po- yeah, pockets of methane, carbon dioxide, and other deadly gases can form or displace oxygen with no visible signs. That's crazy. Like a lot of people have died from mine gas poisoning because you can't see it or smell it like it's not. Oh, God. So I was like, who? I found this other story, this famous story. In 1986, in Cameroon, when something in Lake Nios went off, and they don't know what happened. It was either like a landslide, a small volcanic eruption, or even something as small as cold rain falling on the edge of the lake. But it was the lake literally exploded (gasps) in what's known as a limnic eruption, which sent a fountain of water over 300 feet into the air, creating a small tsunami. And hundreds of thousands of tons of carbon dioxide burst through the air at 60 miles an hour, suffocating people up to 15 miles away. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So of the 800 residents uh, nearby, only six survived. Whoa. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, like a puff of carbon. 1986 in Cameroon. Jeez. So in all, seventeen over 1,700 people died. More than 3,500 livestock died in a matter of minutes. Jeez. I mean, that just makes you think, like, could that have been what happened at Roanoke? Now, if you think, if something that simple can wipe right. out an entire community of people. Yeah, I, I would assume it was a volcanic eruption because it would have to come from the earth and then it just, like, came out of the water and went, like, poof. And just like Jesus. crazy. The earth is nuts. So, uh, you're telling me. <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> uh, then around 1911, miners started carrying canaries into the mines with them. You've heard the saying. Yes. Canary in a coal mine. It's from based on a real thing that became like a metaphor for early warning signs. So when the canary like starts to die or like. I think they chirp. I think they chirp. Yeah, they do something. Then you know it's time to get the heck out of the mine. So they're, they were like, okay, so maybe it wasn't mine gas, but the nearest mine to Heights Cove was about three miles away. So they're like, huh. it can't be this. 
It can't be that unless there's a secret mine hidden somewhere. But they're like, we don't think it is. Another cause could be heat stroke. But like the dog, though, if a dog was overheating, it would just like run away into the shade. Like dogs don't die. I don't know if that's true. No, dogs do. Dogs get really overheated. I I can't even walk my dogs when it's too hot out because the pavement on their paws, they don't have the same. Their paws get too hot. It's weird that if it was that hot out that they would even go out in the first place. Any dog owner knows when it's too hot, you don't walk your dogs. You're supposed to put your hand on the concrete and see for five seconds. And if it's too hot for your hand, then you don't walk your dog. And especially with a newborn baby. Yeah. Like, and they all died at the exact same time. I don't think so. Right. And then also there would be vomit. I think when you have heat stroke, don't you vomit profusely and things like that prior to it or pass out? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shoutouts, merchandise discounts. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a five-star review, we will read it on our mailbag episode and follow you back on Twitter and Instagram. So please DM us your screen names. What's the term? (laughs) (laughs) Your handles. (laughs) Your handles uh, to the Twitter account. Also, Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. Erios. Continue to call us. We're almost all caught up on voicemails. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. 
back to our programming. So then another cause is toxic algae. There was toxic algae blooming in Heights Cove. There was a warning that parts of the Merced River had toxic algae not to go swimming in it. Don't let your pets nearby because not all algae is harmful, but some species can produce toxins and if present can pose a risk to humans and pets. And other names for harmful algal, so algal, algal blooms, there's this one called cyanobacteria, which is like blue-green algae. And according to the CDC, algae and cyanobacteria are simple plant-like organisms that live in the water. They can rapidly grow out of control or bloom when water is warm, slow-moving, and full of nutrients. And because it's so hot and there's a drought, the water level in the river has been down. Yeah. And so it's like slow moving. It's warm. It's like perfect conditions for this toxic algae. Well, that's when a lot of a lot of insects breed in that kind of environment. Gross. I know. (laughs) Mosquitoes like stagnant, warmer water. I'm sure that there were a lot of organisms that were harmful during this. If you've seen the movie The Bay, it's a it's the a bay? Faux, the bay. It's a faux documentary horror movie, but it's about this weird algae bloom that creates oh. this parasite that essentially wipes out an entire city in Maine or something. So sounds like my kind of movie. Yeah, it's actually really good, but I don't know. When wow. this toxic algae, I ty- I just typed in like toxic algae symptoms. I mean, it doesn't say death of what I'm looking at. No. It's like stomach pain, vomiting, headache. There are no instances of humans dying from toxic algae. That's what's so fucked up about this. Now I think I have algae poisoning. Oh, <laughs> no, here we go. <laughs> but it does, the thing is, it does release these harmful gases so like you could be near the water and these like gases will come up from the algae that you breathe in are harmful Mm -hmm. it produces uh hydrogen sulfide but and it can be deadly when breathed in by humans and dogs like you don't need to drink it for it to kill you but also there are no instances of humans dying from it so that's what's so crazy bonkers yeah um, yeah, the California Department of Public Health reported that while animals have been poisoned from algae, no known human fatalities have been documented from recreational or drinking water exposure to cyanobacterial toxins. No one has ever died from toxic algae. It's not a thing that happens. Like, you get really mm-hmm. sick. Mm-hmm. And then I found there's this new article from April on sciencealert.com. Ooh. And it's called Scientists Have Found That a Dangerous Algal Bloom Toxin Can Be Found in the Air. And this is caused from climate change and agricultural runoff are causing a once normal environmental process to spiral out of control. And this new study has shown that particularly dangerous toxin produced by cyanobacteria is can be airborne. It's called anatoxin A or very fast death factor is like the scientific term for it. Oh, okay. And it does it does what it says. It kills things fast. And if you're unfortunate enough to be exposed, it can cause a loss of coordination, paralysis, or death in humans or other animals. 
Oh, God. ATX is one of the more dangerous cyanotoxins produced by harmful algal blooms, which are becoming more predominant in lakes and ponds worldwide due to global warming and climate change. So it's produced by a range of cyanobacteria that bloom in warm, still, nutrient-rich water that can lower oxygen levels of the water and can sometimes produce toxins. It also says direct contact or inhalation of these cyanotoxins can present health risks for individuals and we have reported a potential human health exposure not previously examined. So this is a new thing huh. that there isn't a lot of uh, evidence from. It's like new. No one has really studied it yet. I'm reading this Vice article and it says in Florida, for example, the infamous algae bloom known as red ties, trot tide occurs every oh, year. Yeah. And sharks have been spotted in people's backyard waterways because their natural habitat is being overrun. Do we think <laughs> it was a shark? It was a shark attack. Land sharks. Land sharks. Are there are there water predators in that area that could have somehow ended up in Devil's Gulch that normally aren't there? Just just Bigfoot. Just Bigfoot. <laughs> just the Loch Ness. Just the Yeti okay. or Bigfoot. <laughs> um. So then there was a new update came out a few days ago. The dad, the baby, the dog were all found together. But the dad was in a seated position. Hmm. Now, I don't know if he was sitting in the middle of the trail, like sitting up or like sitting against something. Sitting up is scary. It's crazy. In the middle of a trail, just sitting there. That's fucking crazy. Why would, how do you die like that? And there was a cell phone in his front pocket that they're like they're examining to see like if he maybe have had sent messages or like distress signals or whatever. And they had a backpack with them that had a small amount of drinking water left and they're gonna test that too. So this is crazy. That's gonna take two to three weeks to do a toxicology because they said the initial autopsy was they don't know. They have no idea. So they're doing toxicology on the family and the dog. And then experts are like, it would likely take exposure inside a mine shaft for them to die. So they've ruled out yeah. the mine shaft thing. And then the, it's what, Allie, you said, could it have been a murder-suicide? I mean, knowing what I know about this family, obviously I don't know them intimately. They seem like they were happy, though. So now I am not so sure. But as soon as you told yeah. me this, I was like, okay, murder-suicide. That's what my sister initially thought, too. She's like, he poisoned their water with cyanide. They all drank it. Yeah. But Something. like, why? What's the motive? As a professional uh, true crime podcaster, <laughs> I need a motive. And there really was none. Maybe someone was having an affair. Maybe money was running out. Maybe things weren't going well yeah. because of COVID. They couldn't keep up appearances. Yeah. I mean, because you, you never know. You never know. They seemed happy, but you, you don't know. Yeah, that's bizarre. That's really bizarre. And it's like, why would you bring a baby on a hike when it's over 100 degrees? I know they were like avid hikers. And they had just moved to Mariposa, so maybe they didn't know how treacherous that trail is. And also, if the deaths were due to some sort of natural event, something environmental, 
wouldn't there be other animals in the area affected? There was no, there were no other dead animals in the area. Yeah, there'd be a dead, dead birds or dead squirrels or something along those lines that would have also been affected. Yeah. And this reminds me of that, uh, the M. Night Shyamalan movie, The Happening. Yes, where Marky Mark and <laughs> carbon dioxide have a showdown. Yeah. It turns out, what is it? The trees are killing everyone. It's the trees. Yeah, a fantastic film. Um, but then I've, I've read about this serial killer that was in uh, Yosemite in 1999. Uh-oh. I didn't know about this. There was a serial killer named Carrie Stainer who killed four people at the Yosemite Cedar Lodge, which is like on the northern end of this trail. Was he caught? I believe so. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I, it's it's crazy. My I was talking with my sister about it, and she she lives in Mariposa. She's like, I'm gonna go into town tonight to try to like get some gossip on what's going on. She's like our web crawler's field reporter, and she overheard some people talking. Yeah, but how the the bodies were found, it just doesn't make sense. And then she was talking to I think one of the sheriff's wives or something, and there was no evidence they even made it down to the water. So yeah, those are kind of all the details we have for now, and hopefully in the next few weeks we'll get some answers onto what happened. So did you look up Carrie Carrie Stainer? What's a Carrie? Stainer? I know he's not a good guy, obviously, because he's a serial killer. Whoa, but he is a, a smoking hot daddy. Dang, <laughs> he's a dilf. Yeah, what are you he talking is. about what in the world are you talking about? He looks like an he is he one horrible. He, he looks, is one good-looking no, serial killer. No, you guys for no. serial killers. No, for a serial killer, he's pretty hot. Oh my god, <laughs> god. For someone who slayed four women in Yosemite in 1999, he is pretty hot. <laughs> First degree murder, four counts. He is on death row at San Quentin. Damn. Gonna have to shoot him a letter. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa, if people want to write in with their own theories about what is going on in this crazy case, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. I'm also going to be really curious to hear people's theories in the old Discord. All right. Well, I am Allie. Was it an algae bloom seagull? I'm Melissa Cyanide Stetton. I like that. And I'm producer. It wasn't the Martinelli brothers plus suit. <laughs> Stupid. 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 All right. Idiot. Bye. Bye. An Elio's original. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.